What's going on, my friend? Welcome back to the Dear Heart and the Brain podcast, where we discuss science and science-based tools in everyday life, particularly neurobiology, exercise physiology, and the nutritional sciences. My name is Jessica Wong, and I am a neuroscience student at the University of Southern California. Are you concerned about keeping up with your exercise regimen after the COVID-19 vaccine? Well, worry no more, because this episode is going to be all for you. Today's episode is going to be about whether or not you should exercise after your COVID vaccine, or if you just if you should just rest up. In our previous episode, we talked about how sleep is super important for influencing the immunity from the vaccine. And today's episode is going to piggyback off of that theme and dive into workouts after the vaccine. This is going to be the second part of our three-part coronavirus vaccine and lifestyle choices series. If you're listening to my podcast, there is a very high chance that you are someone who is a devoted and ambitious fitness enthusiast, and you're always trying to increase your fitness, come closer to your body goals over time with wonderful habits that you've cultivated for yourself. Many folks are questioning whether it's a good, bad, or neutral idea to exercise in the window before and after your COVID shot. There isn't strong evidence that shows us how exercise before and after the COVID-19 shot can affect its efficacy, but there was a study that looked at the timing of the flu shot, a different vaccine, right? After training it, found no differences in the vaccine efficacy. As always, I wanted to mention that this podcast is part of my effort to bring zero cost to consumer public education about science, as it is unrelated to my roles as a personal trainer and as an undergraduate student. The COVID vaccines come with a myriad of side effects, which is just a reflection of your immune system learning how to fight off the virus. And the symptoms often experienced are mild and can last a day or two. Some of the most commonly reported side effects include headaches, fatigue, chills, nausea, and dizziness. And there are even some folks who will experience a high-grade fever. Women have been noted to more likely report side effects compared to men. Perhaps this is because women have higher estrogen, and estrogen elicits a stronger immune response. Therefore, there are a couple of things to keep in mind when you plan your fitness routines around your vaccine. First, you gotta listen to your body. If you have significant fatigue and a low-grade fever from the vaccine, then it's probably not the best day to do a high-intensity interval exercise, right? But it's not black and white either. So getting outside for a nice walk or restorative yoga and continuing to stay hydrated while your immune system performs its hard work can be truly beneficial to avoid being sedentary. Second, have your body in a system that is in good shape so that your immune system is strong enough to fight off the invaders. Exercise is a practice that can support and deplete your immune system depending on what you're doing when it comes to when it comes to training regularly or overtraining and overtraining is often something that can cause backfiring overtraining is a term used when you're exercising way too vigorously for your body's demands and your body gets depleted of the nutrients to support itself over time this weakens your immune system as as a result and puts you at a higher risk of getting sick. When you're overtraining, you outcompete your body's ability to recover and you have worsened performance, moodiness, disturbed sleep, and a feeling of compulsion against exercise. These are some things to be discussed with a medical or sports professional. Consider timing your vaccine accordingly to important training events or practices. Third, light arm exercises 
and were found to be helpful to alleviate the injection site pain. The CDC advises people to keep their arms active to deal with the, the site pain. There was even a meta-analysis from 2013 in the Journal of Human Vaccines and Immunotherapeutics that found that exercise re exercising regularly can help increase your immune system function as researchers determined that acute bouts of working out before getting your vaccination helped better immune function. This was discovered to be because exercise activates your immune systems by bringing more cells into the blood. Exercising your arm muscles where you receive the vaccinations can combat soreness because those muscle cells are releasing immune molecules that can help the immune system identify and respond more efficiently. Dr. Jamie Allen, who is a, an assistant or associate professor of pharmacology and toxicology at Michigan State University, says that people can absolutely exercise before getting vaccinated against COVID-19. She adds that even if you have no contraindications of immunocompromisation, then you have have no reason why it's unsafe to partake in physical activity. The only risk of exercising after your COVID vaccine is that some of the side effects can reduce the quality of your workout and your performance and also make it less enjoyable. As I said for the first point, listen to your body above all, right? We know that staying active supports our immune system, but overtraining can, can deplete it. So we must listen to our body to gauge how we're feeling and how we can reprogram our workouts depending on our emotional and mental and physical state. If you don't feel, feel well enough to work out after your vaccine, you can take a rest day, right? Forcing yourself to break a sweat when you're not feeling it at all is just counterproductive. If you're feeling good, then go ahead and do what types of exercise that you're, you feel up for. Exercise is a powerful, positive mental health coping mechanism, and I believe that we can continue our efforts to keep active before and after the vaccine with planned timing for both physical and mental health benefits. Well, that's all I have for you in our episode today, and I wanted to mention that an important feature of this podcast is that we deep dive into many topics at a time. Therefore, by stopping here, I recognize that there are probably many other questions, so stay tuned every Thursday and Sunday for new released episodes. But other than that, I'm going to leave you with the same message I leave you in every single one of our Dear Heart and the Brain podcast episodes. Keep that brain sharp, keep that heart healthy, and go dominate. Thank you so much for your time and attention, and above all, thank you for your interest in science.